Hi, is this better? Yeah. Yeah! I'm excited. show and it's That's hot right. i'm gonna turn the ac on are you yeah. high i am some people I'm might be <laughs> yeah. a couple of us here might be. i didn't think it was that hot until andrew started drinking coffee and now he thinks it's hot this is episode 489 of portman show and this is the most people we've ever had on the show today there's five of us there's mr drew sample it was, i mean there was five of us the time i came on last time yeah but that wasn't today oh <laughs> Wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Got to keep up with the retarded jokes here. Nick Hazleton's here. I'm here, yeah. All the way from, uh, where do you live? Oregon. Oregon. What's yep. that like? I've never been it's, there. Well, I, I always tell people it's green, and then I, and now I yeah. come here, and it's actually like everything's dead back there in a drought, and it's green here. I've been there before. We actually recorded on a mountain. Jeez, yeah. It's been uh, about a year there- since you've been on the show. Yeah, almost exactly. I'm sorry that we can't provide you with the same recording ambiance <laughs> that oh, we yeah. did a year this, ago. This is just a shitty basement in Butler, Pennsylvania, not yeah. the side of Mount Blubugug. Or driving through the painted hills. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was shit. pretty wonderful. You can't really beat that wilderness, but uh, I'm, I, I appreciate seeing the, the people is different. <laughs> Alex is here, too. Hello. Hi. We don't have enough microphones, so this is going to be fun. There might be a little feedback uh, take, because uh, we've full responsibility for that. I no, no, it's not your responsibility. It's, well, it's, I mean, what you're it's saying a, is a, he was going to bring some extra gear for us to use. Oh yeah, and oh. then he, he spaced on. Oh, that son of a bitch. Yeah, we were in. The, I was. I'm going to blame Alex. He was rushing me to. Oh, was he? No, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm going to blame the Russian. Yes, <clears throat> it was the Russians. No, just the Russian. Oh, because you were Russian. Ha. I, I was that was stupid. We didn't need to extrapolate. The Great we'll Soviet Union will crush America. <laughs> uh, the real, the real issue here is it's just a a, a cavalcade of snafus where uh, Brett has our recording gear and we brought extra mics to go to Michigan. For those that you should have heard, you know, but I would just release that like Wednesday. We're in Michigan anyway. Due to a snafu of things, like we're missing microphones, and we tried to jerry-rig a USB microphone using a laptop, and we're recording off the output from the microphone's like headphone jack. It's a it's a mess. And Alex and Nick are sharing a microphone, so if this is less than the stellar quality you're used to on other podcasts, we apologize. Man, and at every, at some point last weekend, every single one of us got up on stage and spoke into a microphone. That's true. Oh yeah. I did more Even than more all than of once. you combined, <laughs> and I hated every fucking second of it. God, I hated it. 
<laughs> Man, I don't know what it is about standing in front of people and having to talk into a microphone. Like, oh. I hope retards are right. Oh. <laughs> Alex looked like he was going to talk. I mean, the only thing I can think to say is something, something, childhood trauma, something, something, something. <laughs> a shame to be uh, seen and heard. Yeah. Something, something, something. Maybe. When I was five, um, there was a play in my kindergarten. And I went, this seems stupid. Like, I can go have fun. Why do I got to go up on stage in front of these adults and do a thing? And uh, it was a Christmas Carol was the play. Mm. That is the gayest of plays. And all these kids were all excited to take their parts and say their lines. And I said, I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to say anything. And they said, okay, do we have the role for you? You just sit there looking pissed off the whole time. And occasionally you shout bah humbug. So you played Scrooge. Yeah, I played Scrooge. It's the best role. And I just sat sat there with a scowl and my arms folded the whole time. And I I yelled bah humbug a few times. You think that's why you don't like being on stage? It was awful. I don't think that's why. I I don't think that's why. I think the roots go deeper than that. I feel feel uncomfortable doing that. And I think it's kind of silly. But a part of me, too, is like, well, who wants to hear what I have to say here? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> once they Nick got on, then Nick got on stage and was talking. And then I was like, oh, I think I could do that. And I went, man, Nick's all over the place, but I also want to like, I want to invest in this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like doing it. I, I mean, it's definitely, I don't know, it's not that fun anticipating it, but getting up there and uh, I don't know, I feel like I just waste people time. I, and I love that it's like <laughs> that people are just engaging with what I thought was just like me throwing shit out there and. I, I had was, a decent amount of people connect with that, and I appreciate it. But um, I mean, I was just thinking, like, where is he going with this? Like, I no, thought he I wanted know. to talk about his farm, <laughs> and then maybe because I, I like you so much, I was like, no, he was trying to take me from in his head to how this, you know, goes to here, and then ultimately yeah. to the farm. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have any plan there. It was just like I knew I was going to get up there, and if something came to me, I was going to say it. Um, I definitely got a little nervous and didn't get to say exactly what I wanted to say as articulately as I wanted to, but. Yeah, um, it's still fun, but I, I I get why it's not like something you would do. But but then wh- why do you do it? Because you were up there the most. I think I'm still uh, scarred from when I went to Jackalope in 2014. Jackalope. Yeah, because Alma Summer was like, Drew, you're gonna t- talk, right? I go, I guess. And then so <laughs> I go there, and there's nobody there to listen to me, and I'm like, Hey, uh, nobody's here listening, so I'm kind of done with this speech, and that was it. And I think, like, uh, because some kid played, like, some techno music he made or something, and it, nobody was there sitting around, and I was like, oh. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't know what. I'm glad, I'm glad I did that. We're talking about uh, public speaking and our yeah. relationships with it. But Yeah, some kid playing techno music. Techno yeah, techno yeah. Music. It was right before I was going to talk. And then, like. So the techno music cleared the room cleared because the no room. one needed that. Oh, and nice. then, yeah, and then I came to talk and there was nobody there. And I was oh. like, well, I already didn't want to do this. And now there's no one here. So I'm just going <laughs> to fart into this microphone for the next <laughs> hour. I really should have. I was like, I think I'm going to go eat some edibles instead. <laughs> so, um, Puke, you ended up going to Michigan kind of last minute. I did. Last Wednesday, we were out at, or last Tuesday or Wednesday, we were out at dinner. It would have been Wednesday, I think, but maybe Tuesday. No, Tuesday. I had just driven back about 20-some hours from Arkansas. Yeah, and you, Alex, and I went to dinner when you got back. Yeah. And you made the decision, oh, yeah, 
I could just take a day off and go to Michigan. Yeah, I had to get back to work uh, on Wednesday and then to basically determine what was happening at work. And it turned out to be nothing that I was required for. So I said, uh, I'm going to be gone again. Bye. And then I went to Michigan with you. So what did you expect? Because I knew I had to go there and do a discomfort zone because it was on the official agenda. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't And I was just trying were. hard not to think about that. <laughs> I thought we would just be uh, getting fucking wasted in the, the woods like That's last what time. I wanted to do, yeah. And it turns out that we... Uh, we we spoke and did a show and you did two shows mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it was it was way more well, I remember way more than we it, it, it fucking expected Brett like came up to me for the discomfort zone and he goes hey so I decided I'm just gonna have Danny me and Andrew on and I was like okay I'm like who I, <laughs> like, what? I, I don't I was, care either way I was supposed to be a part of this or, <laughs> like wait I'm not even on that now show. here's what happened so there was we got there on Thursday right. And then Friday night at nine o'clock at night, way past my peak hour of being able to do anything good, um, the discomfort zone was scheduled. So Friday during the day, Brett goes, so what are we going to do for the discomfort zone? And my default is always like, I got a ton of shit going on. I can just talk about it. Yeah. Like you went, what's this faggot shit? (laughs) But then Brett goes, yeah, but your shit's really fucking boring. He says it in a nicer way than that. (laughs) And I go, man, but my life's kind of exciting. Like, I got a lot of shit going on. I got a lot of irons in the fire. I'm making big moves. It's exciting. And Brett's like, yeah, but nobody cares. And then I look around at everyone else around me, and they're like, yeah, we kind of agree with Brett. Like, don't talk about your shit, Andrew. And I go, fuck. But then people did care about your shit. But so then I go, well, I don't know what to talk about then. Like, I got nothing. And Brett's like, we need to plan. Do we, do we talk to the audience? Do we do this? Do we do that? And with every little question, I got more and more nervous. And I went, <laughs> fuck, I wish this wasn't on the official agenda. Yeah. I wish this was not happening. This should, is terrible. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it was a really good show, though. How it, it, it did turn out, though. I enjoyed it. really made me think about some things and like want to hmm. get uncomfortable with myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> Andrew should have made the audience uncomfortable by following his idol, Mr. Hamburger. Oh. And just going like... <laughs> into the microphone every few minutes and yeah. holding on to like six drinks. I like how he really just holds on to that character. Uh, Neil Hamburger. Pukes talking about Neil Hamburger. Uh, just YouTube Neil Hamburger. Um, but yeah, so the idea of eight hours before the show trying to figure out the show was the worst thing. And I said, God damn it. I wish I could undo all this conversation and all this anxiety and all this talk mm. about the show. And I wish I didn't know a show was happening. I wish that someone just stumbled my drunk ass over in front of this microphone and said, sit down. And I would feel so much better about everything. But I didn't have, have that luxury of chance to figure it out. <laughs> rewriting the past. So what did I do? Mm. I sat down and got real drunk real fast, real early. Yeah. And then an hour, hour and a half before the show, I went, I should probably sober up. Mm. So I sobered up before the show and did a show. And that's the last thing I remember. Oh, really? Basically setting up the well, audio. Well, luckily for you, it's recorded, so you can listen back later. You yeah. Did a, you did a really good job. I'm not looking for and, a compliment here. I'm just and, uh, trying to express my anxiety. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't think you were. I wouldn't uh, just give you a compliment because I, I think you'd respect me less if I did that to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought, I, <laughs> I thought your engagement with Danny 
was like it was it was actually super thought provoking for me because I was thinking like I would have been harder on Danny. Am I? What's going on? Stay right up on the okay. mic. Okay, I would have been harder on Danny. Um, I felt like I was super up. harsh on this guy. I didn't I, know at all. I didn't think you were. Like I thought you actually kind of came to him with kid gloves because you didn't know him. Okay, well, for anyone who's really curious, this show hasn't even been released yet that we're talking about, oh. and you can hear it <laughs> My bad. at some point at portmanshow.com slash VIP or pukeinthegang.com yeah. slash VIP if you can't spell. Yeah, I, I, but you were funny hmm. going into it because I was really fucking getting pissed off and stressed out because where that land which is great but it, it hasn't really been formed for people and camping yet so i oh you're talking about the physical location yeah, we were at farm. which is just yeah, a farm the, yeah, just the, the farm field. that they just took a brush hog to the day before and it was like poking fucking holes in the bottom <laughs> of my tent and alex was like oh we probably should have gotten a tarp i'm like no we'll be good and then it was like, well, fuck, now we got to go find tarps. So then I yeah. had to go. You guys got back into like the thick brush and, uh, and the, the yeah. stems that were chopped off yeah. were sharp yeah. and, and hard. And Alex had like a brand new tent. like, And he's like, yeah, I'm not trying to fucking ruin my brand new tent. I was like, I, I don't. Really? That's what I say every time I get a brand new tent. I'm like, I'm going to fucking ruin the shit out of this. <laughs> and I just go at it with a, with a sword. But uh, yeah, that sucks when you uh, when you poke things or like, you know, you, you get on a, a, yeah. and a I was, root or a rock or some shit. Hold on, yeah. that's not true at all. When you buy a brand new tent, you go, you don't say I'm going to fucking ruin this thing. You say I'm going to leave this in the box for three years yeah. and then hopefully one day sell it. Maybe yeah. sell it on eBay. <laughs> that wasn't a tent, you son of a bitch. It wasn't? It was a tent cot. Cot tent. Cot tent. So, I was I was so I was so pissed off because I like I it, and I wasn't pissed. Oh, off this anybody. would have been perfect for the content. It was just to like get the oh, yeah. to, to like get because it's like well I can't really have a good time until camp set up. So by the time yeah. I'm done, like I see Andrew. Oh yeah, then we had an inverter, and I got this 300 watt inverter, and it still wasn't good enough for Andrew or for Alex's tent. So he, he had to go fill it up. Oh, for the air mattress. What's yeah. that inverter? Oh, for the electrical. You like, plug it. Pump? Yeah, it turns DC power into AC power. Yeah. So you can Ooh. plug a regular thing yeah. that goes into a wall outlet. And so I thought, yeah, we'll be good. I bought uh, a f six months ago. Um, I bought an air mattress at everyone's favorite retailer, Costco. Hundred bucks. This should have been a 200 250 dollar air mattress at least high quality sewing also it has a built-in pump so it will stay inflated silently overnight so you don't lose air pressure fills really? itself up you don't have to remember to bring an extra pump it's great except mm. for the fact that it's fucking big and burly so normally 300 watts is more than enough to run any sort of thing you need at camping uh, while glamping uh, doing glamorous <laughs> camping um, including running a pump for an air mattress, but mine, this big bulky thing, they're like, you're fucking dumb for taking this camping. It's not built for this. <laughs> it's um, meant for Yeah, and houses. so it, it didn't work on yeah. the power inverter. So there was so many things going into it, so by the time I could finally cut loose, Andrew's just fucking like, I ran into him, I gave him a hug, he's like, I'm having a great time in the cafe. I'm really not looking forward to this podcast. So I'm just getting <laughs> drunk. And you're just sitting there talking to a stranger about all your problems. And she's just listening and loving every second of it. <laughs> and you still don't remember who it was. I have no idea who that person was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you go to a place like this. Because no, you can just talk to somebody you'll never meet ever again. Yeah, hopefully. she was just some older woman with sunglasses. And I don't even know what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It, it, I was happy to see... 
y'all cutting loose and then i was waiting on nick to get off work so then i could start smoking with somebody and like because <laughs> i was trying not to drink because uh i made this commitment with my dad oh yeah i drink for three months and then i saw him a few days later and he was like oh you don't have to do that i'm it's for health reasons you See, enjoy your life buddy all i wanted to do the whole weekend was just plant myself in a chair next to other people in chairs yeah and just sit there and drink and yeah. dr- whether that drink was coffee or bourbon or both I just wanted to sit there and smoke my cigarettes and drink my bourbon and just stay put as long as I possibly could. And at some point, maybe I'll go near a fire. Yeah. Do we call that burfy? What? Bourbon coffee. Burfy. Oh. Yeah, that sounds like birth. Yeah. Cough bond? It's probably more like Kentucky coffee. <laughs> um, uh, it's not as but, fun, uh, though. As <laughs> but yeah, burfy, I, I had to be interrupted burfy. by, by doing get barfy, podcasts. Drink too much burf? He... Yeah, that the, the when you guys when Brett was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a live Portman show." Yeah, I was pissed. Then, I just wanted I to do a YouTube. quiet Portman <laughs> yeah. show. I looked at YouTube. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, because uh, the, the organizer of the event, Joe, was uh, chimed in. He's like, "Oh yeah, no problem. We'll fucking do that." And both Andrew and I were like, "Oh, I was hoping to just be in the fucking woods like last time." Well, because I said to Joe the night before, I said, "Look, if we do a live Portman show." Where can we go where it will have the least impact? <laughs> like, and he said, right here in the main tent. Where like, should we go sits. by the fire pit, or should we go like off in the corner somewhere, or should we just yeah. fuck off altogether? We could have just walked for half a mile out into the field, yeah, and probably that would have been a good place for it. I'll tell you what, guys. Hmm? You're besides Nick, the two of you from Ohio. <laughs> I think Michigan might be more depressing than Ohio. Hmm. Doesn't mean it's worse than Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> it's more depressing. I, I, I Michigan has more to be proud of than Ohio. But holy fuck was it depressing. Just so you know, listeners, anyone who wasn't there, like Carrie in the chat, Eric in the chat, you know, these fucking superstars, they were there. They know what it's like there. And Eric, unfortunately, is also from Ohio. So I don't know if that was a lateral move going to this place in Michigan, but this is outside of Flint. Flint is a shithole, like an hour and a half stayed, north of Detroit. You stayed in Flint. No, we stayed closer to Flint. Yeah, okay. we weren't in Flint. you fl- drove Flint. around Flint. We, we did drive a little bit on the, the Flint fringe. I mean, they, they, if they drink their water, it will kill them still. Like, I, I don't see what's more depressing about that and just the fact that, like, that state's political structure is so fucking corrupt and nothing changes and they keep... Nobody asks questions about it, and it's just hunky-dory. So, yeah, I, I definitely think uh, Michigan's more depressing when it comes to, like, Michigan, the entity, sure. and what it does to its people. But I think summertime, I think Michigan's probably the most beautiful spot in the United States. What? In the, the United States? Country. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Summertime? Summertime? What? Yeah. The only thing you had were nice sunsets because it was just flat. Nah, there's sand dunes. There's Where? lakes. What is it? Dude, there's you got to go dunes? more to Michigan. Not there, but in Michigan, the state itself. Well, Puke's like, isn't this the land of 10,000 lakes? And I said, no, that's Minnesota. And he goes, yeah. what's that, a state? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Minneapolis. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think Michigan summer-wise is, is probably the, the best place to go camping. Uh, hmm. I, I like, I mean, I don't, I don't. I, I don't like really. I don't know. I was just driving around and I'm going, yeah, I guess like these rural streets that we're on that are just like fucking grid pattern because it's flat. Yeah. That's lame. Like, no wonder muscle cars exist here. 
no one ever has to turn. <laughs> you they just, just did drag strips. Yeah. But, I mean, Pittsburgh, no. though, is like probably one of the most hilly cities. It's not even that, though. It's just driving around, I go, yeah, I guess this isn't the worst. <laughs> like out where the farm was, I go, I guess I've seen worse. Like 20 minutes ago when I was in Flint, that was worse. So this is less worse. Yeah. But that's all I can say about it. There's not... I, the redeeming qualities about that area, you could say about almost any other area on the planet. I think that it's just so devoid of pleasure. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I think there's so little to be excited about. Okay. That the few things that are nice, like, oh, the sky. And guess what? The sky exists everywhere on the but planet. But I mean, how many lakes have you been to in Michigan? Lakes? Yeah, they have a bunch. Several. In Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't think that's awesome? No, because I've seen lakes in areas that are better than Michigan. Like where? Anywhere with hills. Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Whatever. Oregon has Oregon some lakes. In fact, a puke Nick and I went to this place called Crater Lake. Oh, yeah. That alone is more interesting than anything that's ever happened in the entire history of the state of Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. I, I agree with uh, that. Michigan's corrupt, uh, corruptness is, is pretty interesting. Yeah, but are there ghost towns in Michigan? Hmm. Mm. Well, yeah. I'd say so, but, but they're not as cool. It's called as the Detroit. Hell, they're, they're barely. I would say they're barely <laughs> humans. It's more like humanoid town, so it's not totally a ghost town. Okay. but it's just like not really functioning people. So they're not fully <laughs> dead yet. I. But they're not fully I, ghosts yet. I don't think they're really alive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they're running on like the bare minimum needs, or mm. or like something Alex pointed out, like they're they're part of the spirit of like liquor or beer or something there that's pretty much what they are they're not really have like you been to northern person. idaho no mm. well, neither of you you should check idaho. it what yeah what the fuck we had i was central central and south well just because like the, the the true north of idaho is this little dick that sticks up yeah. to 200 miles right into like the rockies <laughs> it's awesome but uh, the, the uh not the Mormons run Idaho and Wyoming. If they do, no, you yeah. they're Nobody doing something Idaho. right. I heard Nobody the runs Mormons. Idaho. I, the Mormons run all of Idaho. If Dude, the Mormons run Idaho, then I say that we need Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only place we got pulled over, wasn't it? True. On our road trip, fucking sheriff. Time. Yeah. Goddamn piece of well, shit. Maybe Idaho's not the asshole. best. <laughs> what did he pull you over for? Speeding. For speeding. Of I course. was passing him. Did you? <laughs> did you get a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> did you pay it the ticket was he's like do you know how fast you were going and i go i don't know he goes well i was doing 75 so how fast do you think you were going i go i don't know 75 and a half <laughs> in idaho the tickets are paid in potatoes <laughs> <laughs> I, I i kind of have a policy to not pay any tickets out of state yeah uh, that that's the best way to do it um yeah. i barely pay in-state tickets but this is the thing drew like have you seen a lake in idaho no if you saw a lake in idaho you would just shit <laughs> at yeah. a lake in michigan hmm. because you're so disgusted why I I think there's a flatlander thing that Andrew doesn't understand. Yeah. yeah because probably. you look at the lake in Michigan and you go, okay, it's just like the flat land got a little wet. I mean, but, like, uh, believe me, like, I like nothing more than going back to Kentucky and riding the side by sides and looking at our land that's untouched. There's no fucking people there. Maybe there's a few ditch pigs off in the, in the hills. <laughs> but, like, 
you know, it's it's it, we don't even know how much land we just bought because they've never been able to serve it. Yeah, no one's so ever been able to it's, measure it's, it. Yeah, it's what? so untouched. Satellites yeah. can't even see this <laughs> shit. No, the, yeah, with the trees and everything. Yeah, absolutely, they can't. So yeah, they're just hiding moonshine stills. Yeah, there's definitely probably people living on my family's land that Man. aren't paying anything or stuff like that. And we and as long as they take care of the land, my family probably doesn't care. What I realized about Michigan that I don't like is that it is while it's flat. Um, it's also there's a, lot, there's a lot of trees, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that actually limits the distance that you can see on this flat land. I became enamored with flat land when I visited as a child, South Dakota. And you could go into the Black Hills and you go up a bit and you can see like that's fucking flat because it's all just grass and you can see for goddamn yeah. miles. Yeah, it's you're like in South Dakota it's and like you're like, holy Toledo. shit, I can see Idaho. Yeah. Because that's how cool Idaho the is. The only good time, though, I mean, I'm sure it's boring as fuck if it's like, you know, blue skies, but I am enamored with uh, when you can see a storm in the distance. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you can do that in Michigan. Yeah. Or the Ohio. ocean. No, you can, I like being able to uh, you can see pretty yeah, far the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, but yeah. that's the ocean. I don't like it. I think yeah. I, I think you it's have to wet. appreciate. Like I, I prefer Appalachia versus the Rockies. I don't. I like living near Appalachia, but that's just because the Rockies are expensive. Hmm. I, I, well, I, that's, I, just, you don't. We have a man from the Rockies here. That's fine. From he the Rockies. Be, well, you're from the Cascades, I, I, which no, I'm, be I'm from the coast. I'm from the coast, but. Um, no, I think the big difference the is like the there's, there's people in Appalachia, so there's some culture there. Like I like there's actually culture there. There is no real. Yeah, but is culture that culture the, that you want though? I like the I like I the music. So, yeah, I okay. all I get. I mean, from, it is it is. I, I do love the music, but the, but there's the culture not, that's of the Rockies. Not there in Oregon and and, no, uh, and the Rockies. You're it, wrong. You're cutting yourself short here. The the Oregon, Wyoming, Idaho, Colorado, Utah. That's the West, man. Yeah, no, it's it's that's, a different thing, right? It's a different that's thing. Cattle ranch and cowboys, country western. That's it. Okay, I mean that. Yeah, that's totally. It doesn't yeah, need yeah, to right. be the it's, Southwest to be that. I think. I right, think no, the culture uh, yeah, of the totally. Rockies is more. It's more based on like the confidence, man. Like you don't get your land. You don't get. You don't get water rights. You don't get mineral rights. You don't get any of this shit. Versus like, in Appalachia, they just did weird things like. They just would steal minerals because people didn't know any better, but they didn't like <laughs> people could actually go back and say, well, you've actually been drawing gas out of my land for years. So, you know, you could either pay me this much money or this property never has to pay a gas bill. And then what they do is they run everything off gas or else. Mm. And else means a real Hatfield and McCoy situation. Yeah. <laughs> as a descendant of the McCoys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely. You look like a McCoy. I don't know what I look like. <laughs> I know, I know that Greeks try to claim me, Italians try to claim me. I'm like the ambiguous white guy. Mm. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like no, out west the people are nastier. Mm. Like historically, <laughs> think about all the characters from yeah. history. Oh, like you ever seen Tombstone? Yeah, that's a that's great a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, right. They're Deadwood. All nasty. Deadwood. But let's think about the Appalachian people. They're nasty too. No, they're not. You got fucking yeah. Dolly Parton and like mm. Glenn Campbell. No, that's that's like who made it. But I mean, like if you go deep in the hills, like oh yeah, they're the worst. Hillbilly people. Justice. They're the worst a, people. I don't think they're the worst people. I they're think that it's it's like you know they just run on a different principle. Isn't that like Deliverance? Yeah, no, like they're the worst people. Deliverance was Georgia, so yeah, I guess Southern. But their Georgia. impact mm. is insignificant. So I'm supposed to call Tim. We'll have to wait till after the. Podcast. Do you want to call Tim on the show? Yeah, who's sure. Tim? Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't serious. Oh. <laughs> we could. And if we really I was like, to. sure, I'll, I'll make fun of him. I mean, he is, his new nickname is Taliban Tim. 
Did you say Taliban? Taliban Tim. Yeah, he was trying oh, to convince it? Alex and I that the Taliban's not that bad. <laughs> I was convincing an 11-year-old wow. that Hitler wasn't that he was, bad. He was oh, like, gosh. I mean, they don't give rights to women. I mean, you conservatives don't get it. I'm like, I'm a conservative? Hmm. Uh, it goes a little bit beyond rights. It's more of like a lot of rape and murder. Well, and that's what I said. I'm like, but they also fuck children. Yeah. And he was like, not all of them. Look what the left's doing. And I'm like, wow. what, what you? <laughs> and then he was trying to tell me how he successfully argued his point. I was like, by has talking this, about the left? Out of curiosity, has Tim been to Afghanistan? No. Hmm. Tim's, Not Tim, yet. Tim's been out of yeah. Ohio once. What? <laughs> he went to Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. He saw oh, that was twice. twice. He, he saw a hill and he got too. scared and yeah, ran back yeah. home. He went to Philadelphia once too. So yeah. he's been to Pennsylvania and Indiana. As yeah. someone who's been to Afghanistan, they are uh, they're gross people. They're not. My buddy told me they don't me, have a great uh, appreciation for life. Yeah, yeah I know how buddy, you feel. I've my, been to Ohio. <laughs> my buddy told me he used to drive. He was a Marine and mm-hmm. he would drive the trucks filled with poppy. Oh, sorry. It's this mic. I'm trying to. It's fine. We're just dealing with it. Go for it. Uh, He just told me, like, those people are animals. Yeah. That's that's all he said. He's like, you could try to make it sound like you could try to put some human rights fucking argument behind it, but they're just animals. Yeah. They've they've lived that way for thousands of years, and you're not going to really change their culture. And yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Because like the uh, child it doesn't mean that we should shit, be over there. The yeah. child boy shit. Like, yeah. And then, and then when you're like, well, they're called why, sex slaves, basically. Why are they? Yeah. Why are they fucking children? Uh, what are they supposed to fuck their grandmothers? <laughs> and that was like that was obviously. I mean, because women aren't supposed to have sex before marriage. So what do they do with men that are young, dumb, and full of cum? Oh, they just fuck boys. It's like that's awful. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> well, I guess all my nagging on Michigan was really to serve a greater purpose of saying, in spite of all the bad shit about Michigan, oh yeah, it was delightful to go there because of the people I got to hang out with, and that made it all worth it. And you're gonna say it's still better than Ohio? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I mean, at least Michigan has a legacy. At least Michigan can say, "Hey, we had the dream of the muscle car." Mm. We mm. had the dream of, a lot of, of reinventing America <laughs> in this mid-century utopia yeah. that never came to exist. I think I like Ohio better. Yeah, I, I Ohio is do. more geographically diverse. It, oh, yeah. Ohio has more hills yeah. and Appalachia. Sure. Yeah, than I know. I, res- I respect Ohio because of their manufacturing base. They got a lot of cool shit. When you look around, they have the, the Air Force Museum. Which was delightful yep. to visit. Rock and roll uh, uh, hall yeah. of fame. There yeah. was some sort of crazy uh, NASA vacuum test chamber thing we drove by. I just saw it in the distance. It was this giant dome, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? I got to figure it out." I mean, yeah. I think the other part too is like Andrew just doesn't seem to appreciate history beyond a certain point. I think that's something he misses with Ohio. I've talked to him about cars. Uh, as I get it, man. Do. History is there were dinosaurs, and there was Rome, and then there was Andrew <laughs> Carnegie. And th- well, and then there was like 1980s cars. If you talk to Andrew oh, about yeah. cars, like it, you start getting back to 70s, 60s, that's when you start to lose them. You talk about a Model T, Andrew's not interested that's not at 70, all. You don't. You're <laughs> you well, are so incorrect right now. That's muscle. It, when you start, okay. you start when, losing. When you Andrew. say you lose Andrew in 70s and 60s cars, yes, you're extremely incorrect and wrong. That was the golden era of cars. Including I've the never American heard you, market. I've never heard you once talk about buying a car from the 60s or 70s. That's Not because once. they're unaffordable. 
Yeah, and also their handling sucks. All the good ones. Not all their handling. Yeah. I had a 70s car that had good handling. It was a 75 Datsun. Datsun. Mm. Yeah. My dad. So my it dad reinvented to... the sports car world. However, the '60s was the golden era of cars. Okay, you don't lose me until you get back into like the early '50s and before that. Okay, and you can't go. Oh, you lose Andrew back with the Model Ts of the '70s. Are you yeah. fucking insane? No. You know what that means? I think the, some of the best early American ingenuity went with the uh, the Vega because you could put way bigger engines in them. <clears throat> yeah, they were called the Vegas. Um, no, the Vega was shit. However. <laughs> No, the stock Vega was awful. Yeah. Well, you could put way bigger engines than anything. But it was designed, it, it, it still had the area to put a big V8 and it came with a four cylinder engine. It did come with a four cylinder. However, yeah. what made the Vega great is in 1975, uh, there was a tuning racing company called Cosworth. Cosworth built engines, Cosworth went racing, Cosworth was European. And Cosworth somehow struck up a deal with, with the one brilliant person in 1975 at General Motors. And they said, hey, let's do something with you. Like, your Corvette, America's sports car, is complete shit right now. Because it's 1975 and you're from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And they went, yeah, we're going to get back to the days of the past, which they never did. Um, but... Cosworth was able to get a hold We're of those people. We're still waiting, General Motors, you motherfuckers. And Keep going somebody at GM <laughs> said, okay, we'll let you fuck with our worst car, which is the Vega, the Chevy Vega. So you know what Cosworth did? Cosworth grabbed it, and they said, okay, this thing is a hideous piece of rear-wheel drive shit. But it's rear-wheel drive. In an era where everything is starting to shift to front-wheel drive, this is a quote-unquote econo box that's not competitive with the Japanese and Germans, but it's rear-wheel drive. Yeah. What can we do? Independent suspension, four-wheel disc brakes, a dual overhead cam, four-cylinder engine. We are making this effectively the Datsun Z car from Detroit. But it looked cool. Way more limited production. Fucking John Player special, black and gold. Beautiful. They cranked this thing out. They made 3,500 of them. They're super valuable today. I could have bought one several years ago for $13,000 that had 33,000 miles on it. And I said, that's way too expensive for a Vega. (laughs) Man, was I wrong. This will be a $100,000 car in the not too distant future. I promise you. And this thing's amazing. Look at it. You will never get anything that good looking ever again to come out of America. What ever. year was that? 1975, 76. Okay, now tell us how you feel about the Ford Model T. <laughs> Whatever. It, it is what it is. What, what can I say about it that hasn't already been You can been get set? it in any color. Nobody I mean, has been passionate about the Vega on a podcast. Yeah, I have. But cars, cars for the general public weren't really fast until the Moonshiners uh Oh yeah, anyway. fucking moonshiners, yeah. really NASCAR guys. Those, that's the Americana that I love. Yeah. Well, and that's Appalachian. So that's, yeah, what that's, made, Appalachian that's what I'm saying. That's what makes it way fucking better than the Rockies. Nick, as a young man, I really want to know how you see, you know, an old man like me yelling about the, <laughs> the better days of the past. No, I I appreciate. It. I drive a '76 Chevy Cheyenne, and it's just because I can work on it, and it's cheap. I mean, oh, I just to run, totaled my '91 uh, Chevy Cheyenne. If I was oh, a girl, amazing. I would awesome. I would pull my tits out for you right now. Ah, it's it's yeah. I, I'm. <laughs> I wish I got more. Because will run that. forever. Like too. yeah, old, the older the, the. I keep care of it, and yeah, uh, I bought it from an old farmer that only used it as a hay rig. And, and you guys don't get rust on your vehicles like yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I appreciate the uh, the older ways. I'm I'm a bit of a luddite. I'm so I'm fucking kind of gay. <laughs> what? I didn't say that. No. <laughs> Rude puke. I think I, I think that's why you know uh, I think it's something to do with being an actual person that's in agriculture that has a business is like you look to the old ways. Like I I I try to. I mean, Andrew, I think that's you do too in a lot of ways. Like we. I mean, like computers, like I'm actually pretty good with computers. <laughs> I quietly I am good with computers. I, it's, just it's, none of you listening the, know this. It's the last thing I want to fucking do. I want to sit down, have some bourbon, go to cigar shop, hang out with some old dudes, hear some dirty old jokes, hear like kind of the old school way of <clears throat> men, blue collar men, working class men that made it and like kind of accelerated, but they didn't necessarily lose their uncouthness. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's. That's kind of what I gravitate towards versus... I was trying to give a, a child some life lessons earlier this week. And I said, look, I'm old, especially compared to you, <laughs> right? I'm very old. But one skill I developed was, man, I really would love to possibly jerk to some boobs. <laughs> one skill I developed uh, not too long ago was the fact that I can look at old people and think, geez, they've made all the mistakes, yeah. right? And if they're 80 years old now, they know what not to do. So whatever they say to do is probably right. So let's collectively look at them. What do they say? They say stupid tropes like, they don't make them like they Some used to. Yeah. Or back in my day, or when I was a boy. Yeah. Living the dream. Which I've been saying more. Now, living the dream is more like the middle-aged guy doing a shitty job and... How's it going? That's what Living everybody, the dream. everybody fucking says to me when I go and like, That's hey, how's your day going today? Living the dream. It's like, you disingenuous piece of shit. You hate what you're doing. Why would you say that? But here's the thing. If every person at any level of success has made it to a point where they go, they don't make them like they used to, or back in my day, or I don't understand this new such and such. If that's where they've all come to, why not embrace that earlier in life? Why not step into that? Because those are the people who have achieved success. They've made it through their 40s, 50s, 60s, and now they're old. They've learned their fucking lessons. So why not try and learn those lessons well before you get to your 70s? That's where I'm at. The point is, <clears throat> all 11-year-olds out there listening, which I know there are thousands of you, <laughs> um, trust me, the best people in the world that you can listen to are in their 80s, and or uh, Ted Kaczynski's writings. And whatever you can do to make the world and shape the world like it was before the internet took over, the better off you're going to be. That's how I feel. I mean, my business is, is, is 100% built the way my grandpa would have built it. Like, it's all through word of mouth. I know I can Except make... Except for the texting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the text messaging is the biggest thing. Um, and, but the nice thing is the texting is what allows me to not just have a note, a, 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 a pen and paper to take orders. Cause like, I'm not going to remember, I'm really good at remembering what we talked about, but yeah. if you were like, okay, so for Tuesday I need this and then I need this and I need that. I'm going to be like, uh, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. So basically you're using a digital notepad. Yeah. I, I think text messaging is good for a digital notepad. It's also good because most, uh, Chefs are a bunch of functional degenerates like myself. 
and mm. you know they're they're gonna be boozing late at night and so if they could just text me whenever whatever order because they might oh i gotta talk to text my microgreens guy whatever that that's that's cool too um i don't care like i think but yeah i think you know going back to that way to the ways of in-person communication is is what people need i mean i think we would have a lot less problems uh in our culture if we did that but then i look at like baby boomers on facebook right now and they're fucking hilarious because they're all (laughs) just arguing like teenagers about their stupid politics that they're sharing either charlie kirk's bullshit or occupied democrats bullshit and one watches fox news the other watches msnbc and they don't realize that they're both being lied to and then they just get in some pissing contest on facebook and i just like to get in and troll so because i you're not going to resolve anything so why not just pour some gasoline on that fire <laughs> you like russia that's right i'm one of the russian uh dis uh i'm one of the, the russian bots that yeah disinformation yeah, disinformation person, bots. yeah that's how i feel I feel like I just killed the conversation. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, right now there. we're going to get into a PowerPoint presentation about the benefits of Excel and how you can do uh, VLOOKUP formulas. And it's really useful for accounting to keep track of your budgeting. Everyone should have a budget. Is that, that how boring uh, I was? Jesus Christ. I'm really <laughs> sorry, everyone. I am on the, uh, the slowest Excel learning curve imaginable. You're not on an excellent no. learning curve. <laughs> I, I am I'm learning more and more about Excel as time goes on, but it's like I learn a new Excel lesson every nine months. That's uh that's not bad, man. I That's I, pretty bad but when you there's also like eight billion one. Excel <laughs> lessons to learn. Well here's the here's the Excel learning secret from an Excel uh we'll call me I'll wizard. Go, I'll say a journeyman. I'm a journeyman. Journeyman uh, He's a wizard, just like the head of the clan, but for Excel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Why is he some hoods. sort of wizard? And without the hoods or the magic <laughs> casting. But uh, I just, the way that I've learned everything that I know in Excel is literally to look it up when I needed it. Yeah. I, it's I, one of the best ways. If you ask me how to use a VLOOKUP formula, I couldn't tell you what the parameters are. But when I need to like search through a column of data to pull something specific, I Google how to do that. I remember VLOOKUP's a thing. I get it done. I don't need to learn these lessons that are wrote and prescribed saying, if you want to be an Excel master, learn this formula. I don't fucking need to be an Excel master. However, <laughs> I do the same thing. I go, well, geez, I have the internet. I can just look it up. <laughs> yeah. So when I Google how to do something in Excel, the problem is it spits out a bunch of answers for how to do shit in Excel of the past. I would, uh, I, I would look. Yeah. And by the time I, I figure out which Excel I have versus what it's telling me I have or what it's telling me to do, I give up. Yeah, you have to I put the it, you have to put the version in the search bar. I don't know how do I find I mean, what version sometimes. I have. You go go to the uh, see. You don't even know. You go to Walmart and you ask one of the kids. Yeah, because they the don't go to Walmart. The way the way the way you find <laughs> ask out the non-pregnant one. The way you find out what version. <laughs> the way you find out what version of any software you have is there's going to be a little toolbar. If you're on Windows, it's going to say somewhere in there like help or about or like, extra you fucking trolling right okay now? the like, fact that it's a help menu means i will show. never click it they should call it like further information they shouldn't call it help 
Now, do you remember the, it this was, is the old man the, speaking? The here. little paper clip. It's like, look at me. I'll <laughs> yeah, you. fuck that guy too. Do I think that idiot can help me with his fucking googly eyes? I never clicked on that guy. <laughs> I disabled him. I just yeah, disabled him. I was like, yeah, right, I think what do I do now? Like, I wanted to murder him. Like, like Christopher Lloyd was dipping cartoons into that acid in Roger no. Rabbit. Judge, that was what sad was his name? shit. Judge, what he was the best. Reinhold. Judge, no. Judge, isn't that an actor? No. That yeah, was that's, yeah, that's an actor. Cop. Yeah. No, what was I don't Chris- know. You said judge, and I said a name. I panicked. The Weasels and Christopher Lloyd were my favorite characters. In that oh movie. my god, that was that was fucking. You're gonna laugh ter- yourself to death. That was terrifying. I loved it, but that made me love San Francisco. Does Nick? E- oh yeah. I'm curious if Nick knows who the paperclip guy in Windows is, and if he's ever seen Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, both of those who questions. Framed Nick. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Never have seen Roger Rabbit. I do know the what Windows the thing. Fuck? That what? That, That's wrong. That, you that, should have the reverse of that. You yeah. shouldn't know who the paperclip <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. and you should have seen Who so, Framed Roger Rabbit. So, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is the first and only time that Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny were ever on like in any frame together and it's the first and only time that i ever really liked a cartoon in a movie besides beavis and butthead to america and i think that asshole who uh what's his name the main Uh, character bob hoskins bob hoskins no the director wasn't that robert zemeckis maybe who just seems zemeckisy um but bob hoskins i liked him because he was good in that movie he's amazing and he played fucking mario and Smee. He played Mario Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie. That they made, like, they tried to make a cyberpunk Super Mario Brothers. In the early 90s. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was fucking great. It was. And, I, and, I, and I'm really upset that they never made the Dennis second Hopper one. Dennis Hopper and Mojo Nixon. Yeah. It is Robert Zemeckis. Koopa. You got what, that right. What did, what did you do there? You just pulled something. It's a, it's a visual gag. Yeah, you <laughs> showed something on your phone. Today. Earlier today. Would you show some old guys talking about back in the day? Was that it? <laughs> Alex was trying to say Drew looks like Oliver Platt. He does. Oliver Platt is like, look, I, I get I used to be a Puke, fat dude. Google Oliver Platt beard. And let's just see what happens. That that might be the right one. We're yeah. going to wait. Yeah. Oliver Platt beard. Yeah. You know, when I was fat, people would say Kevin Smith. And then... Yeah. Uh, and then when I when I was thinner and I didn't have a beard, people said Johnny Knoxville. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, he. So here's no, what. It's no, not no, good. Here's how we do this. Now <laughs> Google because I got these, Google Oliver I got Platt X Men First Class. Uh, Oliver Platt X Men First these Glasses class. that are anti blue light because my sleep's been fucked up. So I'm like trying to do everything I can to sleep better. Oh jeez, Carrie in the chat says yes to Oliver Platt. Carrie in the chat is just trying to troll me. Like, Carrie in the chat was the peanut gallery when I was helping Nick wash dishes. Like, do you really think uh, you're, I feel like you're making it harder on yourself. Or oh, I, you know what? Carrie I, did walk up to me and go, holy shit, do you know Oliver Platt's here? He's washing dishes. No, she did not do that. <laughs> and then, and then uh, when I was making guacamole, which she enjoyed, like from scratch with like a fucking plastic spoon and a metal cup, do you think you could make it any faster? <laughs> it's like you're not doing shit, Carrie. But I love Carrie in the chat. She can talk all the shit she wants. She Jeez, you know what? No, right. young Oliver Platt looks like a combination of my dad, me, and Drew <laughs> <laughs> combined. That's what Oliver Platt looks like as a young man. So what is it like a a Jewish guy got with a hillbilly or something? Yeah, a Jewish guy and then a guy with no neck. <laughs> I like Oliver Platt. He's and a good actor. And he is a big motherfucker. Like bags me. under his eyes. and 
Yeah, but see, the fat thing is, nose, is like fat cheeks, he's fat got, face. He's got some fat lips, and Drew doesn't have those lips. I do. Yeah, yeah those are those are the other Drew's do, lips. These I are do, flat lips. I do. I do fish lip it when I smoke those. So. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, geez, we should go to break, but I, I want to say when we come back from the break, the chat was requesting that Puke talk about Afghanistan. Mm. Wow. We actually, uh, Alex and I actually talked about this on the way that we should get Puke's opinion because of Taliban and Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually the case because I think people actually should hear from people. That Eric in the chat says Oliver Platt washer, plate washer. <laughs> Oliver plate washer. Why don't, you go, oh. why don't you go fucking lift an Uber, Eric? I'm just teasing. Hey, in Eric's defense, uh, and to clarify, point cool of clarification entered to clarify. in the record. To Ericify, clarify. Uh, Eric is born and raised in Michigan. Andrew, you fucked up. He's not in Ohio. Yeah, he's a Grand Rapids weirdo. I don't know. That's all. Um. The, it's all. It's all just melds into this rusty, <laughs> flat yuck. Yeah, your biggest issue is that it's flat. That's part of it. Yeah. It's flat and gross. Like Florida's flat. Florida is flat. No, it's Florida gross. Florida not gross. Terrible. Florida is pretty gross, but it has redeeming qualities. Like what? Michigan. The reason. What, what is redeeming about Florida besides that it's hot in the winter time? It's free, relative. Oh, taxes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tax, state tax, no state tax. Mm-hmm. No sales tax. Yeah. There's beaches. There's a car scene. A way better car scene than fucking Michigan and Ohio no, have. That's true, but that's mainly because we don't take care of our roads. Like, I went to this nice-ass car show, and people have Bugattis. It's like, why would you ever own a Bugatti in Ohio? Like, our roads are garbage in Columbus, and we're probably the nicest city here. Well, they're yeah, flat, so but maybe go fast. But Ohio and Michigan are both shit. Michigan is better than Ohio. But how's Pennsylvania not shit? Because we have hills and we have a have way hills. more significant history. Hills. So, like how, like what? Because ben, like the paper press was in Philadelphia. The sure. worst thing that's happened like in Philadelphia Pens- is a, is a fucking shithole. Oh yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, we I have a we Western, have a mint in Philadelphia. Western Pennsylvania should be a different state than Eastern Pennsylvania. Andrew, However, so I'll, I'll agree with here's you. the Blue biggest sin Pittsburgh. that Pittsburgh ever did. Pittsburgh created Ohio. <laughs> That's the worst thing that ever came out of Pittsburgh. And this is where we Ohio. come back to my point earlier, where you lose Andrew when you start getting into older cars that also have significance. Like Ohio's history is, uh, Ohio's a yeah, lot. Yeah, they had the Stanley Steamer. That's great. That's great. I and love it. This was done. Wonderful. Like, the, Stanley the was peak point came. of Ohio is like in the 1800s, the early 1800s, when it was the frontier, when Ohio was like the Rockies. And that the, this it's was like where you get killed by engines. Everything you're saying this is wrong. This is where you'd have to hunt beaver pelts. This okay. is where you'd have to build farmland. Okay. You used to be able to be what a squirrel in Ohio. You Are you talking you about wagon burners? Everything you're saying also applies to every other state at the same time. Yeah. Are you talking about wagon burners? Like when you say you're engines? trying to say good things about <laughs> your shit state. <laughs> when those same good things can apply I'm anywhere else. I'm not trying to else. say any good things about any state. I am just trying to help the listening audience understand through some critical analysis of Andrew. Are you talking about a prairie How pig? the world works and how Andrew's <laughs> worldview is slanted and uh, correct. potentially incorrect. Slanted correctly. So when you say engine, are you talking like a prairie pig or a wagon burner? I wouldn't use those words, but oh, I'm not, I'm not oh as racist God. as Drew is. I'm not. Ra- I mean, listen, I... I mean, <laughs> 
I, I mean, mean I, definitely, like I definitely, I definitely have, uh, I definitely have, you know, prairie pig in the bloodline. So Drew's the person that I learned uh, the the joke from when you say, "Hey, I met an Indian dude," and then you ask, "Dots or feathers?" Oh yeah, I would That's say, well, I would you say it street out? shitter or wagon burner. <laughs> <laughs> How bad does their left hand smell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really bad or the worst? So, do women have a functioning part of society, or are they just second-class citizens? Go to break. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. He did it better too. Yeah, you gotta have a fucking bah. Don't you fucking just get that drop. Oh, I stepped on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Nick, what is he? Some sort of wizard? Can we hear Nick yell just to get that effect? Too? No, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Nick. Oh, hang on. Let me count them. <laughs> Five. Four. Three. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> I turned the wrong goddamn knob for Nick. I was What's this to, faggot shit? I was trying to do some funny things. Yeah, board well, and just yeah. turned the gain up and it went nuts. All right, go ahead. Jay, try again, Nick. Drink. <laughs> go ahead. Sometimes I try to unlock my apartment by clicking my car unlock button on the car keys. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, Drew's making fun of Carrie. Yeah, Carrie um, in the chat. And yeah, Carrie that is a dumb thing it. to do. <laughs> but uh, I haven't done that. Well, anyway. Second half. Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Great place. <laughs> Good times. All right. So, fun stuff. So what, Happy what people. Are your, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about Great. the situation? Oh, that... Yeah. What are your thoughts? I don't want to ask how you feel because I'm not a woman. How do you? What are you? What are you thinking about this? Well, it depends on the time of the month, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. It... <laughs> I don't like it when you write things down. <laughs> I like right. it. It, it, it was like something it. Drew yeah. said. It was something yeah, Drew yeah. said. Yeah. Um, Everything I wrote down was what Drew said. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. Oh my God! So rude. Carrie McLean. Uh, That's my Carrie McLean <laughs> voice. She sounds a lot like Teen Girl Squad. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Afghanistan has fallen into a uh, uh, failed pile of shit. Was that called and, a quagmire? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it was a quagmire up until now. Now it's a shit show. Yeah. Um, but as somebody who has uh, uh, been how, in, in, how many years were you there? A hundred. Like one. Oh. Yeah. But that was two separate deployments because we yeah. went for seven months each time. So two combat tours in Afghanistan, one combat tour in Iraq. Um, and the, the whole thing is like, it's been 20 years. I went there. I was one of the first, you know, groups of soldiers that went into Afghanistan in 2001. And um, which people were more uh, hmm? like, which people are more hopeless for the uh, industrial <laughs> complex cause? The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, if like we as could far help as like anybody. democracy. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we could. Oh, Afghanistan's at the bottom. Like, yeah. they've they've been uh, a group of warring tribes in, like, 
impassable mountains for thousands of years. Yeah, like they just walked out of their caves like a half hour ago. Yeah, there, uh, there's people in Afghanistan that don't even know how to count. Like, like that's that's how like um, uneducated some of these these people are in the mountains. Like they're not they're beyond illiterate. They don't even know like numbers really. Yeah. Um. But like. You know, for somebody who is... How many clicks below retard? (laughs) Like negative one. Do they have higher IQs than police officers? Uh, I mean, I guess like Afghani police officers or or American police officers. Either. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But what if they assimilated? Like, you know, like what if they came over here? Well, some some of them have. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's the dichotomy of like, you know, there's there's... A few actual like cities, which is kind of hard to call them cities. They're like Ohio cities, but they're in the <laughs> desert, and they're just you know those people can at least read. They're probably better than Ohio cities because they have <laughs> mountains in the background. Yeah, there are yeah. some nice mountains around yeah. Kabul. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just like it's a Good it's one. a <laughs> you know at the the way that Afghanistan ended is kind of like somebody you know for me who was somebody who is uh. uh been in the anti-war libertarian movement and things like it's like yeah no shit this is it's not surprising that it turned you know it just it was a complete fucking failure and on the 20th year anniversary or very close to it it's like yeah the taliban are back in control you know it's been a complete fucking waste but isn't it weird and it's it was never really the taliban that were blamed for 9-11 it was al-qaeda oh yeah well, that's the thing is that I there heard was. They're not that bad. Like if the if the if the U.S. military wanted to to find Bin Laden and kill a bunch of Al Qaeda, like we could have done that within a year, for sure. But then it became, you know, oh, we're going to Iraq now. Whoops, we're not going to focus on Afghanistan. It became, and then that we're, was. It's just a complete clusterfuck. Fields and lithium. Yeah, there's. That's, that's what it's about. Like yeah, it became uh, Halliburton and KBR were making a shitload yeah. of money and all the companies that i've worked for the past 10 years um making a shitload of money because it's the industrial complex of the military yeah i'll, I'll just say it's like a, a big fan of and user of cannabis like <laughs> uh, they know their cannabis I, I ironically when when we were you know soldiering up in front of the poppy fields you could get afghani land race strains but now like everybody that's been cultivating the land race strains are like Running away so they don't get their fucking heads shut up, caught, chopped off. Like I'm glad I might know some people that got some good uh, land land race strains from Afghanistan before the Taliban goes in and wipes out all that plant's history. Hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so a land race strain is like a it's like an indigenous strain of cannabis. So certain areas around the country are known to world. have yeah around the world. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the bourbon. Pakistan. And the, Pakistan, India. India Pakistan. Uh, it's the bourbon in the areas, Pakistan. Areas, <laughs> areas of uh, South and Central America. So, so there's like different types of cannabis? Yeah, so all okay. the cannabis we have today comes it's from... It's not different species, but it's like, yeah, different. Yeah, different varieties. So kind of like corn versus maize? No. No, or, no corn is, oh. corn is, is <laughs> yeah. a kind of grass. No, you're an idiot. It's yeah, more I like, don't know what it's, maize it's, is. It's more like... Why uh, don't you just make mazes in corn? It's more like, let's say this vegetable grows in the wild in ohio okay and then this 
the same vegetable. I feel bad for that but vegetable. A, but a different variety grows in the wild in so like different, France. What about like different apples, different it, potatoes? It's like that, except yeah. that it, imagine if people didn't selectively breed that. Yeah. It just oh, came out. So it's like super wild. So that's what a land race strain is. And so the land race strains became finally available in to, to American buyers. So like everything we have today that... Uh, is in the United States and is in breeding in the, like the legal states. It's mainly like this one strain called cookies. It's kind of dominating everything, but everything comes from these certain land race strains around the world. Okay. Um, and huh. so like, but right now we don't have a lot of like the original genetics to breed from because everything kind of tastes like cookies. Like cookies mm. is like a, so they, people are making yeah. the people are going out of their way to get these land races so that yeah. they can breed more into it. they can get more of a diversity. What is he? Some sort of wizard? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But like different about. flavors, so different like like uh, some strains of cannabis. If I can try to like translate, or, if I can try to translate for Drew, basically what he sees in the Taliban taking over is the fact that they're probably going to destroy a lot of weed plants, and yeah, they're going to destroy any plant that they think. And it, weed and poppy, you. a few things. Yeah, it, just they're they're gonna have some war on plants because they're God fearing. And so he is glad mm. that some strains of marijuana that have come from just the wilds of Afghanistan have made their way to America, because right now in America, whatever is selling most at the legal dispensaries is generally what's going to take over the genetics of what's being grown. And so if you don't have the weed strain from the wilds of Afghanistan and it gets destroyed. Yeah. You can't say this is the, this is what naturally grew in Afghanistan. Let's go from there and see what we can make of this. Um, Isn't it all just get you captured. high? Who gives a shit? Well, it, I, I, I don't think people that, uh, I mean, speaking as a, uh, I'm sorry, Drew, I got to stop you. Alex, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Alex actually translated me. Perfectly. Normally was, I yeah, want to argue with everything you say, but with you wearing Drew's glasses right now, <laughs> yeah, you can. I just think, jeez, I, I, I guess he's right. I'm Oliver Platt in X Men First Class. I feel like I know you, what I'm talking about scientifically. You, I've done the research. You need to commandeer those glasses. There's something happening here. Uh, I think that, that uh, gives you authority that makes me shut up and not disagree. I think. I think the um, the, the desire to destroy plants. Uh, you don't like it. No. I think yeah, it, I think I can, it's I can understand that. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's it's ridiculous. I got my sunglasses too. Can you, can you <laughs> put on my sunglasses? I mean, sure don't. My big ass head. Yeah, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so anyway, the, yeah, these those, are the best glasses, glasses ever, Drew. I they're for everyone blue light. looks great they're in blue them. Blue light glasses. Are they prescription? No, they're for blue light. Oh, so I so the it. blue light doesn't yeah. uh, activate that part of your brain. Melatonin my face looks or way less fat. <laughs> Your face doesn't look fat at all. It fucking. looks very fat normally. What are you, a fucking girl? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, oh my God. Oh, my God. I am having such a fat day today. My name's Andrew. <laughs> I was drag racing, and then I was looking in the rearview mirror while I was drag racing, and I said, Andrew, God damn it. You need to get in the gym. You look real fat right now. Why don't you do something? You look disgusting. Fucking girl, Jesus Christ! That's your girl That's voice, like a robot girl. <laughs> He's like, this I was working so on it. Afghanistan. Carrie was really offended and called me rude. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. 
Yeah, Afghanistan. I mean, it's it's really um, depressing from a you know like a a soldier standpoint of like Jesus fuck, how many people died and all An the money we spent and all the civilians that died and all the British and Canadians and French that have died. Like, what a what fucking pointless Nations? waste. Well, I mean, not that yeah. many have actually died relative to other situations. I guess, yeah. but I mean, it's still yes useless, right? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, all useless. I mean, we spent a trillion dollars over the last. 20 years that's also very useless yeah but and it's probably more than that i'm sure that there's all sorts of hidden stuff yeah Yeah. imported sand so the soldiers could play volleyball (laughs) what is that a fucking god yeah really yeah Yeah. oh i never heard that part afghanistan yeah Yeah. afghanistan i like that um yeah i mean it's also like those glasses holy (laughs) everyone looks great in these glasses everybody loves these glasses I was trying to look like a 50s Bible salesman, you know? Oh, really? I was going to say, uh, who's the most famous, like, 70s coach for football? Uh, I I think Bo Schembechler. No, said, that's... Yeah. Joe Paterno. Used to have yeah, glasses Paterno. like these. Like but him. no, I would say uh, basketball. Did uh, Coach Wooden wear glasses for UCLA? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go I don't, for... I don't see a difference when I look at that blue light with those glasses. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they made a trophy. Yeah, I mean, I I notice a difference. They don't they don't block a hundred percent. It's you can't look at a blue light and wear these glasses and not see any blue light. Yeah, they're it's not just, absolutely blue light filtering. It's just like sunglasses. You can't look at the sun and not fucking. All right, someone needs to make a company called Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I was just thinking we could start working on the technical manual for the scientific uh, research that's been done to prove these lights. Uh, have too much blue yeah, light. Look at that. That's uh, Vince Lombardi. Well, look at Malcolm X too. I was trying to be more like Malcolm X, honestly. Should we read the Bible on the show? No. no. Oh yeah, he had the same glasses. Wow, yeah. wow aren't I racist he, for not uh, remembering him? He actually him. wore a mascot. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because our we're not supposed to remember him. We're supposed to remember Michael King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. No. Michael King Jr. That's his real fucking name. What's the L stand for? Uh, the L was added because he was trying to make some statement because he was a pastor and Martin Luther stood up against the Catholic Church and he was trying to pretend like he was standing up against something. Oh, after really? After he left his uh, Marxist training in Europe and came back to America. Wow, that's way more than and I ever knew. Then he realized that he had kind of fucked up and he led his people astray and they killed him. Hmm. Dark. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's American history. What's not? Yeah. Speaking of history, uh, I mean Afghanistan. We're trying to talk to you about Afghanistan. Yeah, Jesus, shut the fuck up, animals. God damn. Jeez, I I just feel bad for Nick here because Nick's got so much of his life in front of him. Yeah, and he's never been to (laughs) Afghanistan. We just all have all of our life behind us. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel really. Alex has two years. He's got two years. Yeah, he's got he's got a little Mm. more life in front of him. I feel bad for the soldiers that have lost limbs and brains and eyesight and buddies yeah. and the, like a lot of their like young lives to fighting a war that has now been a complete fucking failure. Least, and uh, like least, suicides are already bad enough yeah. for veterans. And Absolutely. like this is going to be a real uh, and, and then shit especially show. when we look at the homeless pay- population in the United States and how many are veterans. I think, I think it's like a, it's a big thing that, uh, I mean, uh, my buddy was a scout. He won a bronze star because he was on a scouting mission. And he basically said, he told me that, like, 
some shit went down. He just felt like he was in a video game and he killed a bunch of people mm. and he got a medal for it and he doesn't know what to think about it and it fucks with him. But now at least we're taking care of our veterans so they can get some decent disability. Yeah, a little bit. A yeah, little bit it's, now. it's easy to but say like, versus like the oh, Vietnam yeah. getting screwed. Yeah. But yeah. if you think about all the programs that are available for veterans a compared to a regular now. person. I mean, how many of us grew up with like Vietnam, like uncles that like we had to write. I remember my uncle Ray. We had to write a letter to Congress like every fucking month until he got some Agent Orange money. Oh, geez. Really. My family were draft dodgers through and through. Fucking Jews. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was like, of course. Yeah, that's what I said. Draft Jews. dodgers, yeah. Jew and through. But the, the, I mean, the, the thing is like <laughs> my own mother and brother got into a fight on Facebook about who was to blame for this shit. And my response was, look. It's Bush's fucking fault for getting us into the war and then getting us into Iraq. And it's, you know, Obama's fault for not ending it like he promised. And it's Trump's fault for not ending it like he promised. And then it's Biden's fault for completely fucking up the pullout. But at least he got us to... Can we really blame Biden maybe for anything? Getting, he hasn't known yeah. he was for a really long time. I mean, he's can the president. Say, he's the commander-in-chief. He should we, get blamed for Can we just blame Obama happens. again? Because I'm pretty sure he's still running the show. Yeah, I think people should. We should blame all four <laughs> of these is, fucking who, idiots. It was kind of like uh, Bush's uh, childhood best friend since his stepdad ran all those kill squads out of Indonesia for the oil company when his Man, George... you were going so conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not it's, actually going conspiracy. Uh, I'm actually going based on the fact of what happened. This is Barry real life, Satoro. man. Yeah, yeah Barry Satoro. There was the illegal, illegal shipment of sand on that cruiser that came across <laughs> so they could play volleyball. I'm not talking about any illegal... I'm just... It's, I, it's, I, I, I actually, I conspiratorial, actually don't, but I don't get Lolo Satoro really was Barry's stepdad for a time yeah and he was known as a warlord for the oil industry and there's a park in harlem filled with sand <laughs> from <laughs> afghanistan yeah. and I, I don't i don't i don't like conspiracies only because uh if you just look at what our government did it's already pretty fucked up yeah yeah you don't, yeah. You don't need to push you really conspiracy. don't need to push yes. anything and that's that's the point of like look at who raised barack obama look so what's the solution I mean, the solution is Kaczynski. To... <laughs> Everyone I, laughs at that. I, I mean, but I'm the, very serious. I mean, the solution Kaczynski is that time. we had no business being in Afghanistan. We we take the L. I mean, hopefully, all the heroin pandemic goes down since all the poppies aren't going to be nah, I don't fucking see. cultivated. Well, it's going to be fentanyl from China or, or some shit. Yeah. I mean, it's been fentanyl that's been killing people the last year anyway. How many people know fentanyl overdoses that happen? I know two. Yeah. Who makes fentanyl? Oh, two. China. I think China's China. pretty bad China's about not it. a company, though. Oh, okay. I mean, China owns all China the companies, Inc.? Though. What if it's like Moderna? I mean, Probably. Moderna. Well, I mean, they do no. make it because it's a, it's a painkiller. I mean, most of the fentanyl that is in America comes from China. Do you know because that? Because most of everything in America comes military from military has fentanyl lollipops. For what? For painkillers. Like, you get your leg blown off, they'll give you a lollipop. It's pretty smart. They'll, they'll tape it to your hand, I don't think and you that's, can suck that's, on it. I don't think that's so insidious. No. I mean, it's no, pretty I fucking actually, smart, actually. actually but yeah. my point is is if that there are companies that make... If you blown off, you, should, you have a right to use some fucking fentanyl <laughs> yeah. that moment. Yeah, and then a lot of veterans get hooked on it, and then they have uh, worse problems because there's nothing... Uh, there's no, like, real... I feel like they should watch a video before they decide to take the fentanyl. <laughs> Here, watch this video. Yeah. Never mind your blood. Here's what can happen with drinking and driving. Can't we, just, yeah. can't we just get people morphine? I There's no real programs to get high. people off of these drugs once they get out. That's the problem. Um, 
But no, I mean, it's it's really depressing because it's just like, yeah, that was that was fucking pointless. And anybody that pays attention should have seen this coming. And yeah. we were talking at the break and Drew brought up the point that like, do you really think it's over? Yeah, it's and not I don't. Over. Yeah, that's that's the concern just, is I, that, I, you know, the the fucking Warhawk Republicans and let, Democrats, let's, I guess, they're going to say like, oh, say, look how bad it was. We're going to have to go back. More the neo, surge, the new neo surge. Cons and the neoliberals are running the show. They're they're the biggest advocate of the American war machine, and like this is this is just to fuel the fire. I mean, the war on terror is now. Anybody that questions COVID restrictions, <laughs> anybody that libertarians, thinks, anybody that yeah. thinks there was fuckery during an election, yeah, like now we're all considered terrorists. So anybody I think, that liked what happened on January sixth, hmm. how <laughs> could you not like people going through staying within the borders of the ropes? I do like <laughs> what Gavin McGinnis calls it—the meandering. Yeah, the meandering. Yeah, I, as opposed to the insurrection, it was the yeah. meandering. Yeah, because people were even literally though, just kind of like walking through. Even though I don't trust any of the Canadian grifters, and I think every Canadian oh, that Canadian. wants to have something to fucking say about American politics is a goddamn Why don't you uh, say names, Drew? What Canadians uh, are you talking Steven about? Steven Crowder, Gavin McInnes. Uh, uh, Jeff Berwick. <laughs> Jeff Berwick. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Lawrence Southern. <laughs> Um, oh, Lauren Southern. I'll believe anything she says. Have Jim you seen Carrey. this woman? She sucked enough dicks to make anybody. Think I don't that. care. Wow. Have you seen this woman? That's mean. She has a baby now, Drew. Well, I mean, of course she has a baby. She was going around so much to get all those opportunities. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> According to Milo, the fucking kid fucker. Britt. Wait, Wait who's, who's the actress? It's not an actress. No, no. She Lauren was part Southern. of Rebel. She's part of Rebel Media. Yeah. Look at um, Lauren Southern. Yeah, There's certain urban farmers that I think are grifters. I don't want to say names. Why don't you say names of urban farmers? Because uh, I really have zero reason personally to well, dislike you gotta them. Call, if you're going to call them out, dude, call Please them out. Don't, that don't lady. It. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I think if you're going to call people out, dude, you've got to fucking <laughs> Oh, there say she names. is with Gavin. Fucking put your name on she it like a man. Me, so, Nick, Nick should tell me not to cur- call out the specific individual. Yeah, don't, because it'll slander both of us, and we both have. Yeah, a, we yeah, both yeah. Have a stake we both have a stake, <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I think that it goes. So when it comes to making hard choices, Drew Sample is for no, no because I think that like Canadians trying to be Americans become grifters because they don't <laughs> understand the grifting culture of America. They understand. <laughs> the oppressive Canadian culture that they grew up in, and they think by becoming grifters the way they grift that they are now Americans. Like, as an American, we're all grifters, right? Like, America's always been one big fucking grift. In the sense that we take some something yes. else of somebody else and we make money ours. with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we claim it as ours, and we, we put a spin on it. And we, we, we know how to market it. We know how to, like, You don't think Canadians it. do that, too? Pro- what, Canadians what a Canadi- do it, what's a Canadian it, original invention besides maple syrup? Fucking maple syrup and poutine. Uh, poutine is mm. maple syrup really from Canada? <laughs> I mean, Vermont, <laughs> New Hampshire. I don't think I don't think maple syrup is actually really from Canada. Can we look it up? <laughs> I really don't think. But don't don't close it. the window, no, Lawrence yeah, Southern. Yeah, like looking at Lawrence Southern, Ireland. You're trying to defend Canada as not just copycats of America. I mean, listen, I've done business in Canada. And so that's I, why you're hedging and, your fucking and no, That's no, why no, you're biting like, your fucking tongue. Like, I mean, Just like, like you bite your tongue. I want to shout farmers. out the Corner Comedy Club, but I don't want to shout out certain farmers that sell courses and make claims that, like, 
It's like they're using marketing strategies from the late 90s and early 2000s that are just sleazy, but it's Canada. So it's like you have to kid glove it. It's just like Canadian friends of ours. That are they saying that they've fallen and they can't get up? And said, no, Nasera is going to be real. And it's like, listen, I can, I can definitely empathize with you because you actually think that all this QAnon bullshit is real. And, you know, listen, I, I've been down this path. Like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Jeez. Drew has really jumped off the deep end here. I'm totally lost. I have no idea what we're discussing anymore. <laughs> I got muted. I was so bad. Maple syrup was invented by Indians. The Algonquins, apparently, and then it was the French. You, I told then it was the you. French, so probably Canadians. Uh, yeah, let's blame Canadians. Burners. Yeah, it's what happens? Thing sold by the indigenous hold wagon on. burners. What happens when you mix an American indigenous person and a French person? You get the Quebecois. Quebecois. A wagon frog? Si, no me gusto. Or a frog burner? Is it a frog burner? <laughs> Is that the way to do it? Is that the slur for French? Fucking Canadian, Canadian bacon eating motherfuckers. First Nations? <laughs> yeah, First Nations peoples. Yeah. First Nations. yeah, they don't call them Indians. It's it's, yeah. Or, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indigenous yeah, peoples. Buddy. Hey, buddy, the First Nations, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. I saw that the border's back eh? open. Americans can go into Canada again. Eh? Oh, really? Yeah. That's good to know. I well, like, I'm sure you have to have like Toronto, by the way. 13 vaccination cards. Yeah, this is the thing. So, you guys, I plan on going to back to Nicaragua in October. You want to copy my card? Yeah, I got a vaccination card. Okay, let's do it. Let's let's pull a Nick and Andrew doing the license thing for New Hampshire. Hey, I'm sure you can find a picture online and fake <clears throat> that shit. Um, Are you serious? Like, why wouldn't you fake it well, in the first place? Yeah. One is I don't think I need a vaccine yet. I think you still just need a test. Right. But in October, Alex, well, I'm actually, not need a vaccine. I bet you'll need both because so. everybody's retarded. Oh, because I've heard of places that are like you need, like even if you have the vaccine, they want you to have a negative test. Like yeah, it's fucking stupid. Europe, Europe, even if you look at their restrictions, you don't need a vaccine. You just need a negative test. Mm. Right. I feel but like they, there's there's they, too much inconsistency with which vaccines are approved and which aren't. Well, yeah. You, you well, want to you want to shit on some Ohio? They're talking about boosters I'll now. Shit on some Ohio. Oh, oh. yeah. So politically, you're not that shit. bad. So in the courthouse in Franklin County, as we know, I got arrested. Drew got arrested recently, people. Even though they took me home and they took the cuffs off and I was like, damn, I shouldn't have talked all that shit. But then I still appreciate it. So worse than the Taliban. When I would go to the courthouse, they had signs because like, I mean, if our legal workforce, I know I'm calling humans illegal, but in the society we're in, they're illegal. So, so we have everything in Spanish and English. So they said six feet. And then when you looked at Spanish, it said six paces, one and a half meters in Spanish. And it was like, so four and a half feet if you're from Mexico yeah. here or six feet if you're American. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds about right. That is hilarious. <laughs> I do wonder yeah, because it should be two meters. They're definitely it should be two two slightly longer than six feet, but that's yeah, fine. It's, like it's safe two inches. Six, it's safe four six five yeah. two meters two but yards is six feet. There's all these different rules. Like Europe's got one set, New York's got another set. All these places have different. Like this is what a vaccine passport means. You do have to have it. You don't have to have it. I do wonder if Nicaragua 
will just stay, they'll, they'll stay in their ways and keep it just a PCR test. That being said, Probably. last time we underestimated Nicaraguan's intelligence when it comes to testing for COVID, we got fucking trapped at the border. Yeah, but we almost kind of beat them, though, if you think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually <laughs> shocked close. that they didn't accept a bribe. Right? Yeah, that was the most shocking like, thing. I remember when I went to Morocco. Was I said I to the woman, se sente mas. <laughs> when we get over, and I pointed to the building, se sente mas. Maybe you were too, 60 more dollars were you too if you, loud? when we get to there. Were you too loud? No. I so when I was You there, guys were standing there. Was I too loud? You weren't too loud, but I think where we got tripped up was the bribe should have been offered to the super hot uh customs and yeah, border. Can you believe check. customs women? She was hot. Are fucking hot. But she also had a big yeah. Nicaraguan boyfriend and you don't want to mess with them. And even in Costa Rica, <laughs> the the border girl. Remember the stamp girl? The stamp girl? Oh, Costa the Rica? stamp girl! Holy moly. Remember her? I, I just know every, I've never been to South or Central America, but I know when I was in <clears throat> Northern Africa, I was told that. Oh, had were I you got, in World War II? <laughs> no, I was in Morocco for a wedding. Neat. Uh, I was told that, like, I got this public urination, which is why I didn't get this, <laughs> this job, right? So, like, I was in Toledo, Ohio, which is Flatlander, <laughs> Paradise, and it was like. Pittsburgh, if it's flat. What is he? Some sort of wizard? Yeah, and there was it was like industry <laughs> dead. So like you, there was we. I, I think we had like th- three hundred. We had a one cop per hundred thousand people. Or no, ten cops per hundred thousand people. Jesus. And so that's so one like, cop per ten thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we had three hundred. How many cops, meters so yeah. of cops? Three hundred cops so per nine we people. We had we had this firefighter. Co- Mayor? How many firefighters per thousand he, people? I don't know, but he did not fund the police at all. And Toledo is a place where you definitely might need some police. Like it's not <laughs> like it's not like a a nice city where everyone's having just a good. So old you time. thought you could just take a piss anywhere and you wouldn't get in trouble? Yeah, yeah. So in Toledo, traditionally you could just piss anywhere and it was a big deal. So then I moved. <laughs> Sounds to like Co- a great city. So then I moved to Columbus and I piss. And they're like, why don't you tell the guy whose car you just pissed in front of? And I said, I don't think he My cares. untold pecrets. I didn't piss on his car, but I still got a ticket. So I had this misdemeanor in my record, and I had just gotten an OVI because clearly I had a drinking problem at the time. And I, I didn't, and that was, I didn't really, I just was like, oh, you caught me. Yeah, I was drinking. Just let me go. I call my mom. And I didn't realize that I wasn't a hot girl. No. So that wouldn't work. So you got stopped at the Moroccan yeah. border. So, no, when I was you in were Morocco. You were Chris Pratt. When I was in Morocco, I was my 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 brother's buddy or my buddy's brother Retta who was rich. <laughs> yeah, listen, we've been drinking a lot of whiskey here. See this shit right here. I mean, it was yeah. like to hear when we started. Uh, it was a right, full bottle, I think. I can't write bottle. down the show titles fast enough. <laughs> so Retta, Retta goes, uh, he says some shit in Arabic, French, or whatever the weird language they speak in Morocco. And he looks at me, and I look at his brother. He said, he said it would have been 20 bucks if you were here, and you would have had this job. And I was like... Cool. I'm glad in Morocco you can just bribe police. Yeah. And I've gone to Prague, and they and the there's a bunch of expats in Prague, and the guy mm. just told us what color police uniforms you could bribe. Even in <laughs> yeah, like even in Canada, they told us what police that are cool and which ones aren't. Like we can't bribe any police in the United it's States. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. 
They have because like their IQs are too respect. low, and they think they're serving <laughs> the greater good. But I Central and South America, like you really, I mean, aren't they run by cartels? Like they're run how, by bribes. Yeah, like how is that not? A thing? Everything's that's a bribe. That's, that's the point where, of where I'm getting. That's at. where we fucked up. I'll though, piss. I'll we be got to the point where the actual like doctor lady was called out to see our yeah, fuck that doctor tests. lady with her stupid degree. Doctor lady thinks she's actually serving humanity. The cops are just in it for the. They know they're money. not serving humanity. Yeah, so I bet she got that degree from University of Phoenix. <laughs> well, good for her. Universidad of Phoenix. <laughs> Day Phoenix. <sighs> All right, now that Drew's gone, let's start the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Nick gave me a look of like, oh no, no, no this is worse than Michigan started me. No, wait, wait, discomfort zone. Amy's hungry apparently. Amy's according to hungry. The chat. Uh, Nick, why don't you tell us about yaks? <laughs> oh jeez, every, everybody in this knows about yaks. I don't need to tell you about yaks. They're yeah, big and hairy. They have horns. Yeah, we had a whole um, show on yak burgers last year. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the, everybody knows about yaks. They taste really good. It's like elk, but it's better. Man, I really like Nick because he looks at the world and he's like, yeah, I'm fucking like nine years old, <laughs> but none of that shit matters. I appreciate old people yeah, and their perspective. And I live in a world without internet. Yeah. Almost. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm trying to go more that way. I'm, I'm like convinced that I do like I, I, there's just a few older people in my neighborhood where I like, I don't know, for some reason, since I've been gone, I've been thinking about them more and I'm like, I need to go find those people. Not yeah, just because you of should what you said go earlier, down on them just to get more information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should go down and see them. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> go suck a dick over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's important to listen to old people. It's, and it's fun. I, I think they have think the, so. I think they have the best stories. What's the line for you, Nick, of what constitutes an old person? Oh, yeah. Oh, What's an old person to you? Uh, yeah. Um, What's the age? Uh, Am I yeah, old? I, no, I, no, you guys aren't old. Are you sure? Um, yeah. <laughs> you're like not quite I'm old. I'm offended. Um, ah, that's a good question. I think you got to have like gray hair and you got to be, you got to have like a. I'm you gotta sorry. Be I've been trying for 10 <laughs> years. It's not happening. I've you got to be at the you got to be clearly at the descent of your life where you're just like, all right, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything more. Like I'm trying to slow down. Like, mm. I, like that's oh, to I'm me is old. To slow down. Yeah, yeah. You guys are all moving. But I'm I think, definitely I think on the you're descent. Trying to slow down in different ways. No, but not like an old person. It's a different thing where it's like, yeah, this is it, and I can't do this anymore. And I wish I could, but I won't let myself do it anymore. And I think that's when you that's when you need to find the old person because that's when they want to live vicariously through you. And they'll encourage you, give you the validation <laughs> for for wanting to do interesting things. And um, they, yeah, they have the better advice. They're willing to give it because they don't. They, 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 yeah, they see that they need to. This is amazing. We have killed this entire bottle of whiskey <laughs> during this. Did you even try this before it goes away, puke? Yeah, no, it's been really good. Jameson. No, okay, Dude. finish your Jameson. Try a little bit of this because it's really fucking good. Hey, listen. Just to, to old school it here for a second. Old puke in the gang, twenty eleven shit. Mm. Uh, Black Button Distilling, American Straight Whiskey. Where is this from? Somewhere in New York is State. It from New York, but why? Rochester, New York. Black Black Button Distilling. Nicole, Joe, do you guys know Black Button Distilling? You need to get this American Straight Whiskey, forty five percent signature ABV. blend of hand selected barrels, batch number two. Uh, something something American Spirit has an old pickup truck on the, the, label. <laughs> the label. I like it. 
It's really good. It's so good that we fucking just housed this thing. It was really good. Puke, why do you drink potato monkey whiskey instead of American <laughs> bourbon? Because I find bourbon to be a little spicy. No, it's sweet. It's yeah, spicy. I would say it's sweeter it's than sweet. I, uh, no, potato monkey. No. Try this thing and tell me it's spicier than your Jameson. Just finish that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, all right, we're all going to sit in silence while you... Amy. I have to Amy's, get the bouquet. Amy's response. Food! <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Carrie's last two messages. Uh, apparently, she was talking about things that we were saying, but if you just read the chat right now, it says, has Andrew just been staring at a picture of Lauren Southern for 20 minutes? Yes. Question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said yes in the chat. <laughs> and, then, and then she says, you can find a picture of it on the CDC website. Of me staring at Lauren Southern. Apparently, on the there's CDC a picture website. of Andrew staring at Lauren Southern on the CDC website right now. Hmm. Live chat listeners, go find it. I'm just saying. It's a delight. When you look at Lauren Southern, you go, yeah, she's attractive. But then you hear her politics and you see what's going on. You're like, I'll believe everything she says. <laughs> what I want to no. see is a picture of Lauren Southern with her baby on Instagram. Otherwise, fucking grift. And Michaela was, Peterson, was side the, by was side. Was she the uh, first man to have a baby in Canada? Because she changed her gender legally. A long time ago. Maybe. <laughs> Puke, how was that whiskey? It's all right. What? Fuck you. It is kind of sweet, but I don't know. It has like, like bourbon has this aftertaste. I'm not not a huge fan of. Well, He's like, I wish it tasted a lot more like potato. Yeah. <laughs> like some sort of Irish fuck cock. What was that? I'm not potato Irish, so I shit on them constantly. <laughs> Different kind of drunk scumbag. You're like haggis Irish? No, that That's is... Scottish. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> That's what I meant. I guess Irish. No. <laughs> a synonym for Scottish. Yeah, no. Is it synonym? Is that the word? Scots. Yeah. Scots-Irish. I don't think the Scots have produced much uh, quality food to enjoy, but they did produce the slur mutant. Which I, just, I love. I just want to Wait, say that. Wait, the slur mutant? Uh, What's yeah. a slur mutant? So Hang the slur on, mutant. Drew. The slur mutant is this. this. It's like if you're mad at somebody and you want to besmirch their name. Oh, you call them a mutant? You just append mutant to whatever you want. Oh, I like this. Whatever you want. You can call them just this. a straight mutant, but that's not creative enough. I don't think we praise the Scots enough. It, um, What's a Scotch egg? That's like what a, is a Scotch bre egg? Breaded fried egg. Oh, breaded? Yeah, no, I think it's it has sausage mixed in. No, oh, it has sausage? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, me too. What? I like eggs in a basket. Isn't that when you do it in the middle of a bread? You're thinking of pigs in a blanket? Yeah. No, 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 no. Eggs it's in the middle of toast. It's a hole in toad the toast in the hole. You put, uh, I'm thinking of shrimp on it. the Barbie. Bobby. Look at that. Look at that Scotch egg. Yeah. Oh, it is fried. Yeah, God good. damn it. It's a boiled egg. Yeah, shout out to Max in uh, downtown Columbus. Shout they, out to Max in downtown yeah, Columbus. Yeah. It's a boiled egg with sausage wrapped around it. We don't have to mute anybody who does. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, now it's back to the, the people who know how to follow podcasting rules. Yeah. Just me and puke. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't just know me yeah, and sometimes know. puke. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Oh, Alex, I get that drop. I guess I can unmute it. Typical now. Jew. Oh. Move. Socrates was named after a tree with socks in it, and his parents were retarded. Typical Jew move, silencing the majority. <laughs> How dare you silencing the white man? I feel like there's a silent majority of Jews who are very much on board with everything that we agree with. Yeah. No, how about the fuck fact, you? How about the fact that we went to? Well, I went to Midwest Peace and Liberty. And I was like, God 
damn it. I was the only Jew there. You were, and I felt way more conservative. And I there felt, were more Hawaiians there. I what can me. we do I to put like, me in you today? I felt like people really wanted to call me a statist because I said I voted. And they're like, oh, you voted, God I think you're looking, statist. You're looking for conflict. <laughs> no, no, no. It, I had some, I was, I, w- I was looking for conflict when I was saying that <laughs> you should only be allowed to vote if you own land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But it's like a fact. Like, you only have skin in the game if you have kids or you own land. So, like, you don't, you shouldn't vote if you don't have kids and you don't own land. Suck my dick if you disagree. No, I agree. But he, that, but if, but there's a problem with that is that event if if you have that system, then you just have people who will just buy all the land and keep you from buying land. Like that's not going on now. It is happening slowly. Yeah, I mean, I it, it you can't say we you just have a system where this happens when it happens. I mean, I, I definitely think we're in like a Fabian socialist system. I think I think the Fabians won. I think. I think it's it, it was pretty clear the way shit works in this country, you know. Just an FYI, Andrew's birthday is next Wednesday. Don't forget to message him. Kaczynski time! Actually, <laughs> I want a Kaczynski-themed birthday. Can I, can I <laughs> Every brag? package I get. Can I brag about Alex real quick? Send Andrew a copy of Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. And... Uh, yeah, the the person who said my birthday's next Wednesday has no idea what day my birthday actually is. So. I, I I want to brag about Alex because uh, Alex has been uh, my roommate for the last two weeks. Don't burn the baby. And I didn't burn the baby, but I I I just really appreciate Alex. Like so, I I I couldn't have gone to Midwest Peace and Liberty because, as we know, I got arrested and I don't have a license. And Alex went out of his way from Butler and came and picked me up after driving three and a half hours to Columbus and drove four hours to help me do deliveries. Wow. And then drove me up to Midwest Peace and Liberty the next day and then said, hey, uh, I want to make sure Nick gets to Pittsburgh. Um, You know, we want to stay for the weekend. And then he kind of helped me. Like, Alex has really helped me. Alex is a very helpful guy. Dude, Alex really is. And Alex has, you know, he's got this weird autist strength (laughs) that I really appreciate. And, like, as a guy that probably, I mean, like, I was sitting there with Nick at Midwest Peace and Liberty. And they were talking about, uh, like, agoraphobia in this weird way. And I said, yeah, there's a kid here. And he was having some issues because of the open spaces. And then this girl said, oh, well, he's autist. And I'm like, aren't we all? Like, isn't that part of being libertarian that you're part autist? Like, we're never going to be. a little be, faggy. <laughs> it is a little faggy, but we're not going to be the mainstream fucking ideology in this country ever. And I think people that hold on to that are being ideal fags. And they just need to fucking let it go. <laughs> and know that, like, if you want to influence people, do it through your fucking actions. Do it like fucking Andrew, like... Getting as what? many fucking houses as he can. Don't blame me. And like trying to do his best to cash for him and have. <laughs> Drew has been privy to some business calls recently. But I'm just saying, like, even for me, like, I, I try to do things. Like, if I want to make a change, I'm going to do it through business. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to do it. My politics are my business. Nick's politics are his business. Alex's <laughs> politics are his autism. 
<laughs> Angie's politics are, might be his business. Who knows? He's a Jew. But fucking. Uh-oh. Puke I want access to these secret societies everyone keeps talking about where we control the fucking planet. <laughs> you're the yeah, wrong you're supposed kind of to have Jew. more goals. Where do I real. go? Who let's, do I talk to? Let's be real. Like, everyone wants to throw Jews in a bucket or an oven, <laughs> but they're not all the same kind of Jew, you know? I, I have to say, I am, uh, one week from tomorrow, I am going to a fancy fundraiser cocktail party Wow! where I have to get dressed up in a suit. Is this a celebration for your birthday? No, it's a celebration for fucking influencers celebration for fucking so it's 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 uh i'm gonna show up and be like i'm important come talk to me if if you want to make a change in society you got to talk into the microphone if you want to make a change in society (laughs) you have to you have to you have to raise your my name is drew sample and i have something important to say hey everybody how's it going (laughs) <laughs> Hi, motherfucker! You're not in the fucking. You're not in the fur fag microphone like I am. Number one, <laughs> number two, you're a faggot. Number three. So, anyways, if you want to make some influential changes, you have to raise your sphere of influence. And I think that people who want to disengage from society because they don't necessarily agree with it, which none of us really do. You're, it's, I, I feel like it's a cop-out. Like Kaczynski like, time! Yes. Kaczynski time is kind of a cop-out, even though oh, I oh. like Kaczynski, and I appreciate his books. <laughs> who, who doesn't? It's like a Kaczynski fan club here. <laughs> even though I like Kaczynski. Yeah, even though I like him, and I like his books. <laughs> Did he write books? Yeah. yeah. That was why he would bomb, because they wouldn't publish them. Okay, so decades later, there's the a bunch of fucking shooters and killers and manifestos uh-huh. that we all know about, right? They're Who all we? eco-terrorists, uh, the fascist uh, eco-terrorists is what they call themselves. Hmm. Like the, the uh, something Christchurch shooter was a left-wing fascist. Hmm. Nazi? No, he was an eco-fascist. Oh. Like, he didn't like the fact that we didn't like the v- environment enough. Yeah. So he killed a bunch yeah. of Muslims. I don't know. I feel like if Kaczynski were around today, he would he would have a good perspective on this. He's still, he's still around. <laughs> he's, he's just alive. in jail. Ted's like, alive? We could go talk to Ted. That's true. We yeah, could. we could go talk <laughs> to Ted. We should go talk to Ted. I should go interview Ted. Down. Ted needs to be on puke in the game. Where's Uncle Ted? Uncle Professor Ted, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Professor Ted, needs to be on puke in the gang. We should see if we can make that app. Where's he? Cool. Where's, where's he? Well, that Portman show. Portman show too. Whatever. So, did you guys name your podcast after a soap company out of Cleveland? We sure did. Yes. And if you hate Ohio so <laughs> much, why did you name soap your podcast man. after a soap company the? from Cleveland, motherfucker? <laughs> what, How what soap, dare you? What's a soap company? You should be ashamed Cleveland of soap yourself. Works. Portman Soap. You yeah, should be missed, ashamed of yourself. Yeah, no, he named the soap after us. No, you even took the lion. <laughs> what? You just inverted it. <laughs> oh, God, like it's I love embarrassing. This. I love this so much. <laughs> like it's embarrassing. <laughs> you you changed Shit, your name Drew's after onto you us. stole He's a company. Me out. After yeah. shitting on Ohio so much because some soap company came up with the <laughs> ultimate idea that you wanted to have with the lion. It's offensive. I'll finish this. As a friend of you, it's offensive. Not as like an this Ohioan. This is the whiskey. But as a friend Andrew's of Andrew, I'm offended. Whiskey. 
As a believer in Andrew, I'm offended that you would let an Ohio company influence. I have you. a believer, guys. <laughs> I'm a believer, and I'm offended. Man, okay. Yeah. I, we, we need to end the show just so we can have the debate about the name of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry for taking over the show. I feel like I, I really. I could, Write that down too. That's a good title. Right there. That's what I feel like happened. <laughs> Mixed with all that whiskey I drank. Jesus fucking Christ. Please save my soul, Jesus. Baby Jesus. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, please save my soul. My name's Drew Sample. My name's Alex Bell. Let's go to the Brick House. What's out. that? Is that a bar? Yeah, Is it's a, a restaurant and bar and butler. It's and a it's, bar restaurant. It's kind of too good for butler, but it's also mm. uh, it, like you go there and you go, wow, this place seems kind of fancy. And Amy, then you go, can I get Amy? Don't text Alice. We're going to the Brick House. Can I get the such and such? And they go, oh yeah, uh, you can, but we're out of ninety four percent of the things <laughs> in that dish. Mm. And you go, okay, we're in butler. I respect that because you're like, and then you smoke we're inside. Not. Listen, we're not going to spend that kind of money to get this. The food costs have gone up. Mm. If mm. if if there was a bar slash restaurant that was a Dave Matthews song, this would be it. Here's here's Butler. <laughs> we saw the other day a U-Haul truck towing mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. a little mini steamroller on a trailer that only had one wheel, and they were dragging the it trailer on the had rim. one wheel. I felt the I, rim was on the road. Yeah. I felt like this is this is Butler. <laughs> it was me Butler. And Nick, this is Butler. Me and Nick allegedly, or Nick and I allegedly went out back to allegedly engage in some cannabis smoking. What was the name of the cannabis? It was go fuck yourself, Alex. It's a really good strain. It's really good. It <laughs> it's Afghani. Hard. It's great. Yeah, it's Afghani. Is it Afghani landweed? Land race and no, <laughs> it's not. Afghani landweed. So, we went out back, I like that. and we're like, well, you know, we have some really good friends, and we they don't partake. And then we looked to the left where the closest neighbors were, and I was like, ah, they're a bunch of goddamn ditch pigs. Who cares about them? And then we started smoking, and I said, yeah, we're probably in the ditch pig capital of Pennsylvania. <laughs> what is he, some sort of wizard? <laughs> facts. Hashtag facts. The Brick House is the finest of dining, and the butler greater metropolitan area it's great our boy dane is there he's a fucking consummate professional when it comes to he these mute, Alex, he's promoting something <laughs> you know I what i learned supposed to mute people that promote if things. you are ever <laughs> listeners if you are ever in butler pennsylvania the keystone stop you should make is the brick house downtown butler it's fucking great you know what i learned about See, butler I today you said the burke house the first time could be the whiskey Afghanistan? Yeah. What what did you learn about Butler today? Butler has one of the... Well, I don't know what what it is. Um, (laughs) Butler has a a really nice museum focused on Chinese and Asian art. I don't believe it. Fucking wrap your mind around that shit. But are they like... Ones that don't like the CCP, because I can't imagine fucking Trump country having some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what, that's what blew my mind. Communists don't have art, so. Yeah, communists are a lot like Baptists. Tell us about communists, they, Drew. The Baptists believe in Jesus, and communists don't. 
What's your best communism joke, Drew? I don't have any, so none of them. That was, I'm sorry that I failed there, but I really don't have communist jokes. Like It's like, what's your best communist joke? Walmart? Uh, oh, I don't know. Where I'm from, I, I one time I had a, somebody gave me, a, as a joke, gave me a communist, a, a shirt with a communist symbol on it. And I forgot I was wearing that over to the neighbors, and they pulled a shotgun on me. <laughs> that's how that's how redneck that area. Is. Listen, I really like where Nick's from, just from that story. Look at this. Not even that I dis- not even that I that dislike communists that, that, that much, but I think that it's it's just the fact that uh, people really don't understand the communist influence in this country. Uh, people don't understand what the gay mafia is. <laughs> Look, it's and called like, the Maradon Museum. It's the only museum in Western Pennsylvania region with a specific focus on Chinese and Japanese art and culture. I thought you were just about to say the only museum in the Western Pennsylvania region. <laughs> and I was going to say, oh, totally. See, the CCP even bought that. We have the frick, goddammit. I, I actually really like Western Pennsylvania. Oh, thanks. No problem. You're not from here. I have nothing to do with that. Yeah, no, you're not. Like, so. I mean, Andrew... <laughs> All right, I think we should end this show because I Probably. need to get me some food. <laughs> yeah, I think we, well, I think we all should. Yeah. Drew's talking late. <laughs> <laughs> Go to poormanshow.com slash VIP to sign up for as little as $5 a month. Bye. Hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby, When I asked you to double check to see if we had any spare mics, you said, I already bought some on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That are showing up Saturday. Uh-huh. And then so I have the, oh, another USB mic. Today's not Saturday. No shit. Fuck. I should have just went and bought mics in real life. You came out your butt today. Jizzness. Tomorrow. Business. Commitment. One, two, three. Jizz. One, Ah, is this better? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, be more excited. That's easier to deal with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Shout out to the chat. Alex is taking a poop. Normally, Andrew likes to be a go-getter guy. And so when you tell him something, when he asks you a question like, is that too loud? And then you say yes. Normally, he does something about it. Instead, yeah, but if you say robots, then I'm just fucking <laughs> yeah, pissed. You're confused. And then we did all Fuck that you, work. Then you piece we, shit. we took that yeah. big round trip to get back to, yes, it's too loud. And then you just sat there staring at your computer. And then Puke, thankfully, actually did something and said, hey, let's pull on the cord so we can figure out where the fuck it's plugged in. Mm-hmm. And here's my imitation of Brett. So this is a show. Oh, hello. I don't know. I thought this was a show where we complain about everything. What is he, some sort of wizard? (laughs) All right. Five. During the break here, I'll I'll tell this story. So (laughs) at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, Drew was like, man, have you seen Alex? And I said, yeah, I saw him walking around earlier. He's like, that motherfucker locked me out of his car and all my shit's in his car. 
That son of a bitch. I was like, who locks, I, who locks their car, car here when uh, it's being guarded by Gretchen Whitner's kidnappers? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, why lock your car when there's men with guns standing all yeah. around it? But Alex just locked, locked the car just so I couldn't get to my shit. And then I said to Alex, man, Drew's on a mission to find you to unlock your car and get, your, get his shit. And Alex goes, and like... I was all for what Drew said. I'm like, yeah, well, what an asshole. Why would he lock his car? Yeah. Right? And then Alex told me, yeah, it's because Drew's eating all my fucking Quest snacks. I've never eaten any of his Quest snacks. There was Don't definitely burn the baby. Two <laughs> years ago, you definitely got into my car <laughs> and ate a fuckload of my Quest bars. Wait, when I was wasted? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And you fessed up in the morning and I said, that's okay. And then Apparently from there on okay. out, I've always locked my car doors. He offered me snacks. True, you kind of dug your own grave there. The whole way, he offered me snacks, and I refused them. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, man, I'm good. And really, all I wanted was to get the pump so I could uh, but pump as soon, my mattress But up. as soon as you would have seen those Quest cookies uh, actually, at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, I would have eaten them. <laughs> and I actually said, well, I understand that because at late at night, because I was smoking a bunch of weed, I definitely would have crushed all the snacks I could find of his. So it's fair, but I don't think that's the real reason why he locked his car. Either way, I think it's a habit. I was all for campus. your argument, Drew, until I heard what Alex. Until I heard Alex's side, and I'm like, that's yeah. I And then you said it, it to it. me. And then you said it to me. I said, I see that. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> I love the whole thing. Semi-notorious bank robber Earl Jackson told me. He taught me two things. One, if you want to steal twenty million dollars, you have to have a motorcycle because twenty million dollars in hundred dollar bills is like. Uh, 40 pounds, which for anyone who doesn't have training, that's a fucking lot of weight. You can't run with 40 pounds. So you have to have a motorcycle. The other thing Earl Jackson taught me was to never break security. He just told me one day when we were working together, never break security. It's important. With your penis? And then (laughs) with your penis, with your car doors locked or unlocked. A week later, after he tells me this, it's fucking Thanksgiving, I leave my car door unlocked, broke security, and then got $20 and quarters stolen out of my car. Now, I think that's an excellent... Uh, I think security protocols are a big deal. Like, I have it because my cats try to get out of the house. And because they used to just kill a bunch of shit. And, but then, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those evil pet owners. And I love them. And I have ownership of them. And I live on a busy fucking road. And I'm like, no, like... It, as soon as they leave the house, like all my logic, reasoning, all that shit goes out the window. I'm like, where the fuck are my cats? Why would you do that? I said, watch the protocols. Do not let them out. So I understand. Jesus, I was traumatized. Yes. 